Welcome to Wine For Me podcast, where I chat to anyone that can give you and me insight into the South African wine industry. Please enjoy. Today I chat to Marinda Kruger-Klaassen, business manager and winemaker at Elgin Vintners. Marinda is a force to be reckoned with. Her qualifications include a MSc in Viticulture and Enology, and she is busy with her PhD in Agri-Sciences. Marinda, tell me, where did your wine journey start? My wine journey started actually in a non-traditional way, um, as alike to many other winemakers. I um, did a BSc in Food Science, a Bachelor's in Food Science, and I love science, but I didn't know which area of science um, would be the one that would be appealing to me. So food science was a pretty broad, under the Department of Agriculture, a way for me to, to go forward. So I started my wine industry career as a laboratory manager at Namaqua Wines, which, oh. was, which was actually amazing, looking at the wine industry or winemaking from that side. So that's that's how I, I got my lucky break in the wine industry. Wonderful. Wow, that's amazing. And now you've done all kinds of studies in Stellenbosch and you, was it in Stellenbosch, I assume, that you studied? Yes, I studied at Stellenbosch University. Um, once being the laboratory manager and having to do with the quality control systems in the winery, I just read more and more about winemaking and the biochemistry and it just intrigued me and then after a couple of years mm. in that position I decided I've read so much and I've done so much research on my own I might as well get the accolade for it yes. so I did my MEC uh, uh, yeah. at, at the University of Stellenbosch okay. yes yeah so you're almost more on the science side of winemaking but that's quite important because that is what it is it is a science yes I started on the science side and then Added the art later. Yes, yeah. So yes. creativity is also a good part of winemaking. Miranda, you are doing your PhD right now. Can you tell us what are you doing in your PhD? Yes, uh, in a short nutshell, not to be too geeky and confuse people, is I did my PhD using Sauvignon Blanc grapes and using natural fermentation in comparison to commercial inoculated. Uh, yeast uh, fermentation to see if there's a process signature difference between mm. the two and of course we know there are because we can taste the difference so using technology software programming where you can plot the fermentation of these natural fermentations so that you can design a fingerprint for your specific style and anybody that does that can follow that on the plot while fermenting using infrared technology Wow, so then um, when you have, say, a next winemaker that comes in, they can try and keep the style... Absolutely. Together with the sensory ability of the winemaker, the knowledge that they've learned in the winery, together with the supporting software, you can sort of reproduce a tool to reproduce and, and ensure that there's not too many style differences between winemakers for the same winery. Oh, fantastic. Well, that uh, seems like a technology that will be well used in the future. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Now, to just tell people a little bit more about the Elgin Valley because it's a fairly new appellation, I would say, in South Africa. It used to have um, farms with just apples and pears, all these orchards, but a lot of it has been changed to wine grapes. Why do you think this has happened in Elgin Valley? 
Um, at the turn of the century, the apple prices wasn't that good. And a lot of the growers here thought, well, perhaps we should diversify a little bit. And with the quota system of the KWV in early 19s falling mm -hmm. away, they were allowed then to plant grapes. So many growers planted grapes in the Elgin Valley. And I have this non-scientific philosophy, which is actually based on science, is that okay. wherever fruit trees are grown successfully grapes will flourish okay because fruit needs a good day temperature but a big difference between day and night temperatures okay. and that's what vines also like to recover they resuscitate okay. uh, during the night so elgin valley in that sense is fantastic because the day and the night temperatures there's a huge difference okay in between the two yes. okay and then i read that the biosphere here is the richest and most diversified on earth it is 350 meters above sea level and close to the ocean which makes algian valley the coolest wine region in south africa now which varietals do you think thrive in such a cooler climate well, the first one that obviously stands out in our area is Pinot Noir, and mm. Chardonnay, and then Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Um, are, are for me the three most important varietals in the Elgin Valley, which sort of gives it that stamp of Elgin Valley cool climate character that comes out in the mm. wines. But then our Shiraz and Merlot is amazing um, yeah. as well, also do mm. quite well. The grapes in the Elgin Valley ripen, there's no stress, mm. you know, and, we, and there's a long hang time on the vine. The only stress would be man-made stress where we regulate irrigation. Okay. But we've got moderate temperatures, we've got enough sunshine during the day and then colder climates during the night. Um, mm. Our hang time is longer, as I say. There's a lot of time to develop a lot of color and flavor um, yes. in the grapes. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's quite unique. Yeah, so South African terms, I mean, in Europe, we know everything is slow ripening and that's why we get some really good wines from Europe. But in South Africa, things tend to ripe fast because of the, the climate we have. But in Elgin, we almost go back to that bit of exactly. slow ripening, which is yes. fantastic. Exactly. What, yeah. uh, just a little bit about the terroir um, and what's also unique, it's high, as you said, mm. uh, above sea level, but we're in this mountain basin at a high mm. sea level. So we have this cloud cover, that's sort of this umbrella that shelters us from the heat. Okay. So we have quite a lot of cloud cover okay. uh, during the growing season yeah. as well, which also has that cooling effect okay. um, um, in Elgin. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Now, to come back to Elgin Vintners, um, can you tell the listeners just a little bit about this farm and what they can come taste here? Yes, uh, of course our Pinot Noir, uh, which is well-renowned, uh, barrel, we have a barrel fermented Chardonnay that is in barrel age for nine months. Uh, our Sauvignon Blanc is quite unique because there's a touch of minerality uh, and I like Sauvignon Blanc to be well ripened because we can ripen it here quite well and still retain a lot of flavor. So lots of complexity uh, in the Sauvignon Blanc and then a Merlot, our Merlot, which is aged for about 18 months as our Shiraz as well. Okay, and I guess you don't use all 100% new oak. Yes, we, we, I have a philosophy about using oak regime. I use 20 to 30% new oak. It also would obviously depend on the fruit concentration yes. of that vintage. So it's mm. not a set recipe, but okay. that's more or less the guideline. And then, of course, a variety of cooperages because they yes. all add a different something yes. to, to the wine okay yeah. yeah so let's talk a little bit about your approach to winemaking since you've now touched a little bit on it 
My approach to winemaking, I was very lucky to have a huge French influence from my previous work experience harvesting in France. And I really like their approach um, and is a minimalistic. So yes. if you have good grapes, let the grapes speak, not, don't work the grapes uh, in the winery. So it's a very less intervention, minimalistic approach in the winery. Okay. So for me as a winemaker, you read the vintage, you read the grapes, taste it, and then you just guide the process in the winery. That's fantastic. I like this new approach. Everybody seems to get into the more natural yes. way of winemaking. Less and additives. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's what we want in our food as well and everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's now changing, so that's wonderful. Um, tell me just, Elgin Vintners, there's more than just winemaking and wines here. You have a few other things to offer on this farm. Yes, we have a wonderful four-star guest house. Mm-hmm. Um, that people can come and relax. It's a very beautiful in English garden setting. It's nice and quiet, out of the rush, daily rush. Uh, we do wine tastings here. We are busy renovating what we call a painter's cottage, which is at the bottom of the garden, which will be our new wine tasting um, okay. area later this year. Very excited about that. Oh, wonderful. We're gonna add, we currently don't have a restaurant, but we will offer food then in this wine tasting area okay. because I always feel if people taste wine, they like to nibble as well. Yes. Um, yeah. We've got a lovely picnic basket uh, that we can offer. We okay. have uh, food and wine pairings. Okay. Yes, and the strolls on the farm is beautiful. We've got a, a mountain bike route, not for serious mountain bikers, but for people can mm, bring their bikes mm. and we can give them a route. There's a yeah. route here that they can casually um, ride through the, the vineyards and the orchards. Yeah, and um, just for our listeners, um, I've driven a few times through the Elgin Valley and it is really countryside. It's beautiful, it's green, it's a little bit valley-like and there's lots of beautiful areas. There's a lot of mountain bike trails Absolutely. everywhere people are big um, on the, cycling if you come for a weekend we have guests staying even the, for the week mm. for three four days there's quite a lot of things to do in the valley yes, there's yeah. quite a lot of entertainment good restaurants yeah. we do bed and breakfast for instance but good restaurants lots of activities yes um, yeah uh, all in nature of course and then to come back to Elgin Vintners again you're fairly new here what is your future plans? Elgin really for... excites me and Elgin Fitness okay. as well. I think the potential is enormous. Um, I've, I've known the Valley because from my previous work, I um, company I've been for, I bought grapes for them here in the Valley. And I've always thought, wow, these grapes are so understated. They, they're just absolutely yeah. great. So um, my future for Elgin Fitness uh, is just to make people aware of how good the quality is and mm. how, how easy it is to get that quality because it's part of the terroir, actually. Yes. So, so it's not clever winemaking. It's just terroir-driven wines oh. locally and internationally and grow the business. Um, yes. There's huge potential. People really like our wines okay. and they like our story. Now, when I come to the Elgin Valley, I always feel like you're a very close-knit family. All these wineries, almost like you always see the same logo everywhere. You're part of this Elgin Valley grouping. Um, and it's so special. And you do a lot of events and festivals here in Elgin Valley. Just tell us a little bit more about what visitors can come and enjoy when they come to the festivals and things. Yes, you're very right. We are quite closely knit because we're sort of, people take effort in coming here. It's not, we're not as lucky as the other wine regions that's near to the big centers. So people... Mm. 
need to make an effort and we need to present them with few things that they can do here and keep them here as long as possible so yeah. that they can experience the culture within Elgin. Festivals that are coming up is our Elgin Cool Wine Festival at the end of the month. Mm. We're already fully booked for that. Sorry, let's just tell the listeners which month. The Elgin Cool uh, Wine Festival that's at the last weekend in April. April, okay. The 26th and 27th of April. We have summer Sundays, normally every first Sunday of every month, where we have live music. We put out a tent, uh, hay bales, and people can just enjoy our wine, our cheese platters and just enjoy mm. music and bring the family. In summer, the pool is available for people to swim in. We have a pool sitter. We're very family orientated okay, nice. and giving experiences for the children as well. Pony rides, face painting and all those kind of oh, things. Oh, wonderful. So, um, I just want to touch a little bit on Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir has grown tremendously in the last few years in South Africa. Tell me, how do you think our Pinot Noirs compare to the rest of the world at this point? That's a very interesting uh, you you asking that because I've just come from a portfolio tasting in the UK, in London and in Leeds, where I had the opportunity to taste the, the American Pinot Noir. They was from Oregon, California. And I was there with our Pinot Noir. And I've had the privilege also to taste a lot of Pinot Noir from New Zealand uh, in my career. And um, I always sort of was just because I love the the variety. um, And I know that you you cannot cultivate it in any area. You need cool climate. So Elgin is specifically uh, tailor-made in that sense by nature. And our Pinot Noir is fantastic in comparison to other worlds um, Pinot Noir. And we can be proud of the Pinot Noir in the cool climate areas that we offer to to, to international buyers. And ageability, some of the top Pinot Noirs here. Obviously, it depends on the the way you make make Mm. your wine on ageability. But yes... Pinot Noir, um, between 5 and 10 years, um, ages very, very well. Okay, fantastic. And then the other amazing grape that I also believe uh, thrives here is Chardonnay. Um, Now, people make Chardonnay in all kinds of different styles. You get the unwooded that has become quite popular and then the lightly wooded and heavy wooded. What is the style that you like? I like uh, wooded a Chardonnay, but my philosophy as a winemaker is that it mustn't be wood that you drink the oak is supplementary it just mm. sort of gives it that little bit of a support yes. you know it's it's just that arm support sort of uh, that you that you that you give the wine so mm. you have to be careful not to mask the fruit with oak so definitely oak the the chardonnay from Algon Fitness has a touch of minerality it's very elegant very refined yes. so your use of oak is really you have to judicially use oak yeah, I, I also like oak on Chardonnay because I agree with you. It just lifts that grape just that little bit and a little bit of a creamy Chardonnay. There's nothing wrong with it. it you need the acidity to back that up. Yeah. For me, I love I love a good Chardonnay. I think just to add to that, as a winemaker, I always say I like the effect of the oak has on the total characteristic mm-hmm. yes. of the wine and not necessarily the oak itself yes yeah yes. so you know, it's a balance it's a balance it's, yeah yes. like any anything else um now we are in the midst or actually towards the end of the 2019 harvest this is your first harvest here at algen vintners so give us a little bit of a scoop what happened here in algen in 2019 
The grape quality is really very good. Um, tasting the grapes as they ripen throughout the growing season and the ripening season actually really um, it was very exciting and promising. Okay. The challenges we have here also in this valley is that we started to get rain uh, this time okay. of the year. So you need to, we, we open up uh, the, the, the bunches, we break out the leaves so that they can get sunshine and if there's rain that they can dry out quite quickly and we've managed that very, very well. We've got... Okay minimal rot okay this year but the the grape quality is fruity the chardonnay is showing fantastic the sauvignon mm. blanc has amazing flavors okay. the pinot noir is finished and in barrel busy with malolactic okay. good fruit concentration soft tannins mm. it's, it's see it seems 2019 very promising vintage that's wonderful to hear i think elgin might outdo stellenbosch this year <laughs> Well, actually, everybody says the harvest started off good. Everything was good in the beginning. The last part of it with the rain and having to pick your, your Bordeaux blends uh, towards the end through the rainy bits challenging, was yeah. challenging. And that's where you're going to see the difference between the good winemakers and the not so good mm. winemakers and see what they can uh, come up with. And like you say, you make plants, you, yes. you thin out the vineyards and make sure they dry and and all that but um yeah all the best for the 2019 harvest i can't wait to taste your amazing creations that you're going to make here thank you very very much i would like to invite people to come and taste our wines come and sit on our veranda at our beautiful manor house and taste our wines and enjoy elgin valley marinda would you mind just giving us your link to your web address yes um www.elginvintness.co.za Okay, thank you. Listeners, please go check that link out and please come visit this place. You will be amazed. The Elgin Valley is a beautiful, beautiful place to visit. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful season and hopefully I'll see you at the Cool Climate Festival. Um, That's coming up end of April. So I hope some of our listeners can make it as well. Thank Thank you. you very much. Thank you. This episode was recorded and produced by me. Amanda Fisser. I hope you enjoyed it.